Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Happy Friday, everybody. We made it. We made it. And now I'm not the only one saying it. We are in the holiday season. You've got a three-day week next week. And then Thanksgiving is here. And then Friday, Friday morning while you're shopping, the Joe Beamer Black Friday show, second annual. So I know you're excited for that. And guess what? The guest list already filling up. So we'll have a little fun next Friday as well. And then we're in December. We are in December, less than 25 days till Christmas. I mean, it is all happening so fast. A year ago today, by the way, was Thanksgiving. So a year ago, we were sitting down, eating turkey, doing all the good stuff. Um, A year and a day ago, My good friend Nick Calandra got engaged, and they got married less than a month later. So that all happened in 2018, 2019 Thanksgiving, six days later. Six days later, we'll be uh, eating the turkey and watching the Bills hopefully defeat the Dallas Cowboys. All right, big weekend. Big weekend for the Bills, believe it or not. A 3-7 and opponent, that's not an easy win. So a big must win for the Bills if you want them to get to 10. And of course, I'm going to throw this out there. After the show, I'll be heading down to Blacksburg. Big game for Virginia Tech. They win, and next week's game against Virginia is for the division. All right, there. I got it out of the way. Here's what's on tap for today, the Friday show with me, Joe Beamer. First few hours, I do want to get into the impeachment. I want to talk about the impeachment wrapped up. We are now done with this round of public testimony. I want your opinions on that. But I promise, the final hour of the show, we will be getting you ready for Thanksgiving. We will do a Thanksgiving slash winter friendly topic. So I promise that we will have a fun end. But for these first two hours, it's got the media absolutely insane. They have gone insane. I mean, we used to say this during the Bush years, uh, even during the Clinton years, right? The left-wing media, and there were examples here or there of the media bias towards the right, but it was never as clear as it is now. And you want an example of everyone in the mainstream media going completely insane You have to go no further than CNN yesterday afternoon. Now, this all started, we should set it up. This all started with a tweet from the president that we mentioned on Sandy's show yesterday. The president tweeted out uh, talking about the witness overhearing a phone conversation. The president tweeted out uh, pretty much that it's very difficult to overhear a phone conversation if the phone call 
wasn't on speakerphone. Here it is. This is the president 23 hours ago. I have been watching people making phone calls my entire life. My hearing is and has been great. Never have I been watching a person making a call, which was not on speakerphone, and be able to hear or understand a conversation. I've tried, but to no avail. Try it live. Well, guess what? Chris Cuomo tried it live. He tried everything to prove the president wrong. Now, I'm going to warn you. If you don't like cringy moments, turn your radio down for the next minute. Because this is with everything CNN has done. Okay? The primetime lineup on CNN, which now I watch to laugh at. But if you don't like cringe, you are going to hate this because this this might replace the definition of cringe on dictionary.com. This is Chris Cuomo yesterday afternoon on CNN going to the greatest length to prove the president wrong. Very interesting theory uh, from our president that he has really good hearing. Some would say uh, the best hearing ever. And he's never been able to hear a phone call um, when it wasn't on speakerphone um, from anybody. So let's just play with that for a second. Mom, can you hear me? <laughs> All right. So if I were hold, holding the phone here, I'm with Dana Bash. You know how you're always telling we me to let her here. talk because she's so smart and I shouldn't say so much. Can you just say hello? Mom, she probably can't hear me. She, Mom, hear can you hear me? Yes, I hear you. When you talk to me, I hear you. I'm talking to you. Say hello to Dana Bash. Hi, Mrs. Cuomo. How are you? Oh. All right. So, <laughs> I, I can't hear your mother, Chris. Yeah, you're you're, you're over there. So uh, this is across the table. This is not on speakerphone. All right. So clearly didn't work. You heard Chris Cuomo at the end go, oh. okay. Now, that, that was a throwaway segment. It didn't work. Why draw any attention to it? The New York Daily News. Let's give you some backstory. They've had to lay off more than half of their staff. Okay? They're failing worse than the New York Times. The Daily News has a, uh, t- an article. Matilda Cuomo shows Trump you can hear his voice on a cell phone. Their article claims that the segment you just heard with your ears, that that proved the president wrong. That Dana Bash could hear Chris Cuomo's mother. I mean, it has gotten, you know, it's gone from frustrating, very frustrating, to just laughable now. I I mean, you can't let it get the best of you. Like I said, when I get home from work, it's around 1230, I will turn on Inside Politics, not because I think that John King and the three uh, writers from New York Times, Washington Post, and then the, uh, it's usually a Newsweek or Time writer, not because I think they're going to give me an actual non-biased inside look to politics. I turn it on to see, all right, what narrative is CNN pushing today? And then Wolf Blitzer at one. I mean, and then just the entire lineup. You heard that during the impeachment public hearings the last two weeks, it has been a they've got the the CNN mega desk. I like to call it in D.C. with 20 people on there. Now, say what you want about Fox. okay? obviously, Fox, for the most part, 
leans to the right. There's no debating that. But they always have at least one person that agrees with the Democrat side that's there to support the Democrat message. All right, the show, the five. There's five of them. Juan Williams is usually the Democrat voice amongst those five. CNN has 20 people during their impeachment testimony. They can't find one that's pro-Trump. They won't put one that might support the Republicans. No, they and NBC have found every Republican that's turned, turned their back on Trump, but they won't give one uh, one person that sides with the president during this? I mean, it's pathetic. It's absolutely pathetic. All right, when we come back, the public hearing over for now. I want your opinion on what's next. We will get into that and hopefully talk to you. It's Friday. It's the Friday show with Joe Beamer here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Joe Beamer here on the Friday show, News Radio 930 WBEN. It's it's really turned into, first let me say, on the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board, uh, Joe, the Bills play Denver Sunday, not Dallas. I'm sorry, I meant the Bills have 3-7 and seven Denver this weekend, and then next week while we're eating turkey, the Bills play Dallas. I, I think I accidentally morphed those two games into one. That's not what I meant, so thanks for, the, uh, thanks for pointing that out. Now, this, these last two weeks, it has been an absolute circus. It, it really has. It, it starts with, as Devin Nunes says, uh, Adam Schiff story time. And then you have Adam Schiff last week saying, oh, I don't know who the whistleblower is. But then two days ago, when one of the witnesses was about to mention the whistleblower, Adam Schiff said, no, he can't answer that question. Well, Adam Schiff, how do you not know the whistleblower, but you knew the whistleblower's name was about to come up in the witness testimony? It, it, there's just been so many lies from one side, and I find, it, I, I find the humor in it that CNN is the one saying, the Republicans are full of lies. Last night, Chris Cuomo, yes, I did turn the Sabres game off for a few seconds last night. Chris Cuomo said that Republicans, that he has lost all faith, and I'm paraphrasing, he has lost all faith in Republicans, that not one has jumped off of the Trump bandwagon, off the Trump train. I mean, deep down, do these people believe what they're saying? Because... We all saw the same impeachment hearing, and to be honest with you, as much as I said I, I knew it was a circus and I knew this whole thing was a joke, it's all one-sided, the rules are all in one favor, I followed as much as I could. I tried to, I listened to non-anchored coverage so I could draw my own conclusions. Uh, when I was home, as Tim Winger said, uh, I watched it on C-SPAN, all right, there was no one uh, cutting in, telling me what I should think of what I'm watching. And, and, and another thing, and I hate to pick on CNN because NBC and CBS are just as guilty, but CNN, at one point, Wolf Blitzer started talking at the same time Devin Nunes was giving his opening statement, which 
goes back to if they really believe that the Democrats are in the right, wouldn't you let your viewers hear everything? And wouldn't they then come to that conclusion? Because initial polls on impeachment, not looking good for the Democrats. I mean, even the Washington Post today has an article that impeachment is souring on voters. America's sour on impeachment more now oppose ousting the president. An Emerson College national survey finds 45% of voters oppose impeachment compared to 43% that support it. And then if you go on, because they would never put this at the beginning of an article, if you go on to read it, Mr. Trump's approval rating has also increased to 48%, a bounce from 43 last month. Now, there's great news in that poll. The good news is people are taking the impeachment, listening to clips themselves, and drawing their own conclusions. They're not letting the media tell them what they should be thinking. They're not letting CNN go on a 45-minute rant with Jeffrey Tobin scolding you for not watching every minute of the impeachment. Sorry, Mr. Tobin. Most of us have jobs. Most of us have lives outside of the consistently hating Trump media. And you would think this would be a time for someone on CNN or someone on NBC to come out as the journalist who just gives the facts. And again, if you believe that this impeachment is 100% legitimate and you think this definitely proved the president was in the wrong and should be impeached, that's fine. That is your conclusion. If you took the facts in and that's what you think after two weeks of impeachment testimony that the president should be impeached, you have every right to draw that conclusion. But at least if you're going to carry the entire impeachment, don't talk over when one side, when one party is giving their rebuttal And every now and then, if Fox News can have regular Democrat Democrats on there giving the Democrat talking points, can't CNN find one person that supports the president to put on their coverage of the impeachment? Fox had no problem with it. Juan Williams was there every day during the impeachment trial, and he gave his opinion, which I'm guessing wasn't popular with the Fox News audience, but he was there every day. CNN had 25 people sitting at a desk, not one siding with Republicans or the president. It's ridiculous. All right, when we come back, I'll finally get to my point, which is, where are we going from here? This round of testimony is over. Where do you see this going? Do you see the president being impeached and this moving to Senate? 803-0930, star 930, or... Send me a text on the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board 3930. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. 
Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome back. Friday here on the Friday show with me, Joe Beamer. Hope everyone is having a great kickoff to their weekend. Only a few more hours and you can have that first adult beverage to signal the weekend. I know a lot of people take next week off, um, have a full week of Thanksgiving activities, maybe get out of town for the holiday. Uh, Don't fret. We will be here. Myself, Tony, Sandy, all three of us. We'll be here Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So if you're working a regular week, you will have your regular morning entertainment for the first three days. All right, 803-0930, star 930. Here's, here's what I want to know. Um, a, obviously, you can comment on this, this media bias, the, the Cuomo thing, CNN, have at it. Also, you can uh, comment on this this poll uh, from Emerson College that now says a majority of voters oppose impeachment. That's also on top of a majority of independents in the state of New York think the impeachment, uh, disagree with the impeachment and disagree with removing uh, the president. And that's independence in New York. And I think of New York as a pretty blue state. So I would think the independents in New York are leaning more to the left. So if left-leaning independents in New York and Wisconsin, now New York not as important, obviously, whoever wins the Democrat primary has New York. But Wisconsin, right now Trump beats everyone on that stage, and impeachment amongst independents is very unpopular in the state of Wisconsin, which is going to be huge for a re-election attempt. Now, personally... When this all started, I thought, no matter what happens, this is going to get to Senate, right? Congress, the Democrats in Congress, most of them were elected. They ran their campaigns on impeaching the president. So I, knew, I thought as soon as this got approved to go to hearings, it was only a matter of time. He would be impeached and we would be talking about a Senate, uh, a Senate trial. And if you turned on the mainstream media... You would think, wow, most of the public agrees with this impeachment. And let's be honest, there was public support for it just two weeks ago after all of the leaks from the basement hearings and uh, all the stuff that that was coming out from these basement hearings, you know, with no transcripts or anything. uh, Things were starting to look bad when it came to public opinion of these impeachments if you were the president or uh, on the Republican side of the aisle. But after just two weeks, after just two weeks of public testimony, those poll numbers are now back in the president's favor. His approval rating is at an all-time high for him. Uh, And now the biggest swing 
in this Emerson College poll is among independents who oppose impeachment. This is nationally 49% to 34%. That's a reversal from October. That was a month ago, by the way, uh, if you don't have a calendar. A month ago, independents supported impeachment 48% to 39%. That's almost a 180. Going now, opposing impeachment 49 to 34 in November. Just a month ago, they supported the impeachment. And that's independence. All right. I, I think it's in 2019, you have your Democrats who are going to hate the president no matter what he does. Um, you have Republicans that are going to stick by the president no matter what he does. It's those independents. Millions of dollars are spent on campaigns because of those independents. And after two weeks of wasting taxpaying dollars, getting these witnesses in here, and wasting a lot of time on network television, which cost the networks a lot of money to cut that ad revenue, it's helped the president. Any poll you look at, the Emerson poll, the Siena poll, the ABC News poll that was done in swing states, Independence after two weeks of public hearings are already sick of this. And what's the what's the reaction from CNN? Chris Cuomo is going to call his mom and see if Dana Bash can hear her without speakerphone on. Eight oh three oh nine thirty. Bill and Eden's been hanging on, listening to me go on and on. Bill, the floor is yours. Hello, can you hear me, Mrs. Cuomo? <laughs> Why don't you tell the, uh, Andrew and Chris to kind of get it together and repent while there's still time, Mrs. Cuomo. <laughs> well, um, Joe, what I wanted to do here was just um, remind you of what of a level of unprecedented presidential harassment there's been. Let me take you on a little trip down memory lane here. Do you remember that right after the 2016 election, Green Party candidate Jill Stein sued in three states to recount votes and try to overturn Donald Trump's victory in the Electoral College. Is that Russian agent Jill Stein? It, I guess if you want to call her that. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, of course, that didn't work. So then these B-list Hollywood celebrities mobilized with television and radio commercials, and they tried to shame electors in Trump-won states into not voting for the president-elect during the official Electoral College balloting. Do you remember that? Oh, I, I, I do. There was a uh, podcast that I, I listened to in the afternoon uh, that was making fun of that. And there were some th- there were some actors that I lost a lot of respe- uh, respect for after seeing them in those ads. Exactly. And, of course, that didn't work. So then more than 60 Democratic House members voted to bring up Trump's impeachment for vote. And that was way back then. Yeah, 60, including, by the way, Brian Higgins. Oh, of course, our dear Brian Higgins. But, of course, that didn't work either. So that's when you were talking about these celebrities and the politicians. They went on social media and they tried to demonize Trump. And then you had people like Madonna and David Crosby, Robert De Niro, Johnny Depp, Snoop Dogg, Peter Fonda, Kathy Griffin, and all those other people that tried to do that. Of course, that didn't work either. So then during the president's first year in office, the Democrats in the media at various times sought to invoke the 25th Amendment, claiming that Trump was so mentally or physically impaired that he was unable to carry out the duties of the president. And I think they're trying to sort of, you know, resurrect that again. Of course, that didn't work either. So then the quote-unquote resistance tried other ways to destroy Trump's presidency by leaking presidential memos, conversations, and phone calls. That's why he needed that special server in order to keep things from getting leaked so that people couldn't have access to that information. 
Of course, that didn't work either. So then Michael Avenatti tried to get Stormy Daniels to get into the picture. Of course, that didn't work either. And backfired royally on Michael Avenatti, by the way. Absolutely. So then you had Michael Cohen try to get investigated. Could you imagine with lawyer-client privilege, and then they're trying to like take one of the president's lawyers and have him testify? I mean, have you ever heard of anything like that before? Of course, that didn't work either. And then we started to have the whole Russia collusion hysteria with the Steele dossier and all that. And then they, of course, appointed Robert Mueller as special counsel. And we had all of those awful Robert Mueller hearings. And then the very next day, we had this telephone call. So it's like, I think that the Democrats always have something in their pockets. Like, even right now, they have legislation written and ready to go about gun control the next time there's any terrible shooting. You know, it's just boom, and here it is. It's just all there, and it's all ready to go. Even if this particular plan of theirs now with this impeachment doesn't work, I'm sure there's something else that's that's planned, and it's all ready to go. Oh, oh, for sure, for sure. And, and, you know, for two weeks, Bill, all I heard was uh, from a bunch of people who Donald Trump hurt their feelings. Well, you can't impeach the president because he hurt your feelings. (laughs) And these polls that they're talking about, I'm, I'm almost not surprised. I would think that a polls might be an acronym for Public Opinion Lying Leverage Service. Well, I have to tell you, Bill, I am surprised with New York independents opposing impeachment. Uh, and again, that is because of, you know, a group, my group of friends, the independents in that group, I find to be leaning more left than right when they are, quote, independent. Are you saying that your friends are starting to go more for the president, too, that are in that group? Um, In that group, I have to say most of my, quote, independent friends are to the point where they don't feel like voting in 2020. Um, None of my independent friends like the top three on the Democrat stage. So I I guess that's a positive. Um, But that Siena poll was very surprising to me. Like I said, when I think independence in New York State, I do think of people that lean more to the left than to the right. It's interesting that you bring up that point, because I've heard this before, about people that feel so disgusted that they don't want to vote. Do you know that that's actually probably one of the outcomes of what the left wants to do? They want to get you so upset and think that your candidate isn't even as good as their candidate, so that you just sit on your hands, and it only takes a small amount of people to have a majority sometimes and to bring about something that you wouldn't want. Well, that backfired in their face. Well, 2016, people didn't go to the polls on the Hillary side, because the media kept telling us that Trump was going to get, it was going to be a landslide. Yeah. But all the Trump voters still showed up, and the Hillary people were like, yeah, she's going to win. I'm thinking about what happened here locally, though. I mean, don't you think we had some kind of a chance to possibly have Lynn Dixon as our county executive if maybe like 80 or 90 percent of the people went out to vote? I do, Bill. You know, you know, I, I, Mark Poloncar is, in my opinion, very beatable. Mm-hmm. Um so I, know, I, I, I thought Len ran a good campaign, and she got closer than a lot of people thought she would. And, yeah, you're probably right. If some people had just found a way, and even with early voting, had gone out there and gotten their vote for Lynn, it might have been a lot closer. I still think that Lynn should have been able to try to do some kind of a recount, even if it wouldn't show that she would have won, if it would have shown some disparity between the paper ballots and what was reported electronically. This was our chance to do that because – what if there is some kind of disparity? What if there is some kind of shenanigans? I'm not saying that there is, but wouldn't you want that to kind of come out? Because how do you really know with all these electronic voting machines when they take their chips out and they bring them to one place? 
how do you really know that something isn't happening there? I mean, like I said, it's not necessarily that it is happening. but Bill, on that note, we are late for a break. I'll have to leave it there, but... You bring up a good point. We'll talk to you next week. Bill in Eden. Hey, we'd like to talk to you. 803-0930. Talking impeachment after this. It is Joe Beamer here on the Friday show. News Radio 930 WBEN. So we are done with the public impeachment inquiry hearing for now. This committee, the Intelligence Committee, and we use that word very loosely, is uh, done with their public hearings. I'm not sure if they have any more uh, hearings in the basement of the Capitol building, but the ones we're going to see, those are out there. And like I said, personally, I think it's going to go to a to a vote. I really thought that before this even started. Now, I'm, I still believe that, um, but with everyone going on Thanksgiving vacation next week, Maybe these Democrats will go to their hometowns and they'll see these poll numbers and they'll see it's not helping them. MSNBC carried the Democrat uh, primary debate on Wednesday. Was it Wednesday? On Wednesday. It was the least watched of the debates. We are closer to the Iowa caucuses, right? Primaries right around the corner. This was the least watched debate so far in the 2020 primary season. Now, you can draw whatever conclusion you want. People are sick of MSNBC. Um, you know, it was in the middle of, a w- of the week. I think a lot of people are so annoyed by this impeachment inquiry, and it has taken up all of the news. You know, and believe it or not, there's other things going on. Other things have been happening. The president was in Texas to open a new Apple plant that was going to bring more jobs. No one seemed interested in that. No, it was all back on the Adam Schiff show. That's all people cared about. No one was talking, except here on WBEN, obviously, covering all the news. But you turn on CNN, you turn on Fox, you turn on MSNBC, you turn on the networks. They're all talking about this. They're not covering anything else. And believe it or not, impeachment inquiry hearing is a small little thing compared to everything else that's going on. 803-0930. If you're on hold, I promise, starting at 10, I will shut up and I will get to the calls. That is a promise I make to you. So please hang on. It is Joe Beamer. It's Friday. Let's kick that weekend off right on WBEN. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.